Hi everybody and welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life, your business, your body, your health, your fitness, your mindset from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And today I want to talk to you about your food mindset. I've got 10 questions that I, I want to ask you to consider when it comes to your mindset around food. So what am I talking about here? Well, the first question I want to ask you is, what do you believe is the role that food has for you? Have a think about that. What role does food have for you? Now, for some of you, you might say, well, it's pleasure. I eat to feel the pleasure of, I like the flavors in my mouth, I like the sensations, the textures, I like how it makes me feel in my tummy, it fills me up. Uh, for some people, it might be uh, an emotional thing, a way to cope with emotions. For some, it's, I see it as a way to celebrate with friends. Uh, some people are like, I see it as a reward for good work. Other people don't really even think about it too much at all. I'm sure nobody's probably ever asked you that question, but what role do you believe it plays for you? Because I want you to answer it, okay? Because this will determine the next nine questions that I ask you. While you think about your answer, I'll tell you what role it plays for me. Now, I see food as a way to optimize my health. I see it as a way to optimize my body. I see it as a way to um, provide me with all the nutrients that I need to have the energy, to have the strength, to have the fitness, to have the vitality and focus that I need to be able to do the things that I wanna do in my life. Food is a source for me of all of that. And yes, I love my food and um, you know, I love the flavors and all of that, but the role for me is that it provides me as a, provides me with a, a way in which I can achieve my life's objectives. Because my highest value is health and fitness. And the important, for me, the most important part of your health and fitness comes down to your food. So that's the first question. Then the second question, now that you've got that answer, I want you to ask, what do you eat? What do you eat right now? You can write this down. This would be a good exercise to do for you. When you write down all the food that you eat in a typical day, breakfast, lunch, dinner, any snacks, you might be quite surprised. So if you think, uh, maybe think about the last 24 hours and don't go think, oh, well, I wouldn't use that because that's not a typical day. You'll find that, well, maybe it's not that um, non-typical. I don't know what the opposite of that is typical, non-typical, um, to what you normally eat. So oh, it was a weekend and I, I went and did this and that's not what I normally do. Doesn't matter, just write it down anyway. What, everything you ate over the last 24 hours and then just stand back and have a look at it and say, wow, actually, uh, I'm not sure that, that had enough plant-based food in there because I'm eating a lot of processed food. Maybe there's too much alcohol. Maybe there's too much sugar. Maybe there's hardly any meals in there at all. And you think, wow, how is that matched to what I see as my role for my food? So if you take me, for instance, if I see, um, so I said that 
the food is the, the source for me to achieve everything that I want to achieve in my life and optimize my health. So let's just say what I eat is fish and chips, I eat fast food, I eat lots of ice cream, lots of alcohol, um, sugary drinks and sweets and stuff, um, then you would have to say that there's a complete mismatch there between what I use food for and what I'm actually eating. So I'm lying to myself, basically. Then I want you to question three is how much do you eat? So in, again, next to maybe where you're writing down everything that you have eaten in the last 24 hours, uh, approximate the, the serving sizes. So for instance, if it's, say you're plant-based food, fruits or vegetables, you know, write down, if it's a banana, write down you know, one banana, one apple, etc. a cup of frozen or, or fresh berries. Uh, when it comes to your vegetables, uh, you know, two, three cups or more of vegetables. Um, you know, I want you to separate out things like rice, pasta, um, breads, all that kind of stuff. So you can put down a couple of slices, you know, two slices of bread or one cup of brown rice or that kind of stuff. I know this sounds like there's a, a number of steps in here, but trust me, when you write down this in detail, it will really help you crit critically analyze what it is that you're putting into your body. And then I also want you, once you've done all that, question four is how often are you eating? So if you've put down your breakfast, morning tea, this is the way I program people, so breakfast, morning tea, lunch, afternoon tea, um, uh, evening dinner, and then an evening snack. So that's your six meals. And just write down the times that you're approximate that you're eating. So if you're eating breakfast at 6 a.m., morning tea is around 9 a.m., 12 p.m., 3 p.m., 6 p.m., 9 p.m., you know, those kinds of things. So ideally, we want to be eating about every two to three hours, but uh, you're probably not doing that at the moment. And don't forget to put in teas and coffees and that type of stuff as well. So keep in mind that you can put me on pause here while you're doing these tasks or listen to me again and do these tasks because this is about getting some change for you, okay? And you're going to have a current mindset about food at the moment, whether you are conscious of it or not, but it will be dictating to you how you're living. So now, and this all relates to this next question. Now, I want you to be completely honest with yourself here. No one else is necessarily going to see this. But question five, are you where you want to be with your health and fitness right now? Are you 100% satisfied with where you are? And if you are, fantastic, but don't just say, oh yeah, I'm comfortable here because I think that anything you're about to tell me is going to be way too difficult, so I'm happy here. But the reality is I'm overweight by seven kilos and I'd really like to lose that or 14 pounds and uh, I just think it's going to be too hard. So be honest with yourself. If you're not happy with yourself, you think you can improve, then Put that down. I know that I can improve. Um, that doesn't mean that you need to say that you can improve as well, but just be completely honest. Number six, is there room for growth? Is there room for improvement? Now, if you say, well, no, I'm exactly where I want to be with my health and fitness, I'll get you to look at that in a slightly different way. You might look in the mirror and say, yep, I'm happy with where I am right now. I feel great. But I want you to then think about your inner health because we know that a lot of people don't optimize their inner health. So think about it from that perspective. 
because in asking the question number five, most people just think exterior. But I also want you to think about your inner health. So, you know, the results that come back from blood tests, you know, is your, uh, are your blood sugar levels uh, steady? Um, uh, are your cholesterol levels at an acceptable rate? Uh, have you been scanned for uh, the, the various other diseases that they can pick up from uh, blood tests? Do, have you done all those recently and are you okay with where you are? Bottom line is, I think to this one, everybody should have some room for growth. But you answer the question. Now, question number seven is, are you open to change? Are you open to change some things about what you're doing right now so that you can achieve a difference? Now, because some people say, yeah, I want to change, but I don't want to do anything differently. I don't want to change my food. What I hear a lot of people say is that, well, I'd like to try and lose some weight, but I just love food too much. I say, fantastic. I love my food as well. I know that's really important to eat uh, you know, plenty of delicious food and I love my food. So you don't have to worry about the fact that you know, you're not gonna enjoy your food. It's just that most people have this idea that, oh geez, I've gotta have just rabbit food all the time. I've gotta eat salads all the time. It's like, no, you don't have to do that at all. But some people create in their mind these stories so being open to change is about, you know, are you coachable? Do you feel like you are really coachable in this area and you're determined to make some change? Which is question number eight. How committed are you on a scale of one to 10 in terms of making the change? How committed, one to 10? I want you to give that some thought. And normally that first number that pops into your head will be the right one. Self-immediately, so immediately you think five, I'll tell you this, you are unlikely to make any changes. If you're a six, you might. If you're a 10, you will. If you're a nine, you will. If you're an eight, you probably will. If you're a seven, well, you're gonna need some accountability in order to get there. So it's a really important question. How committed to change are you? Question number nine, I want you to write a list of 10, that's right, 10 reasons as to why you have to change right now. Why you now have to make some changes to do with your food. And they don't have to be radical changes, but for some people it's about cutting out alcohol. Maybe it's cutting down alcohol, maybe it's cutting out or cutting back energy drinks or coffee or Introducing some more healthy things. Sugar's a, a big one um, for people, removing that from uh, their diets or removing added sugar and uh, you know, things like your, your lollies and um, candies and that kind of stuff. Uh, but make a list of 10. And don't stop at seven, get 10, okay? Make a list of 10 reasons why you absolutely have to change. And again, write it down. Don't just think about it because you're not gonna remember 10. You've got to write them down. And this process of writing will just stimulate another part of your mindset which will maybe fire you up even that little bit more 
to get you more focused to make the change. So that's a really important one. And then question 10 is, what action are you going to take in the next 15 minutes to make the change happen? What are you gonna do? Are you going to um, reach out for a consultation with me via the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com and opt in for a free consult there? Are you going to um, look up some healthy recipes? Are you going to clean out your pantry and clean out your fridge and freezer from all that stuff that you know is really not good for you and you've been going to make the change, you just haven't and maybe now is the time to do it. Have you diarised some, um, some other aspects to do with exercise, shopping, etc., uh, etc.? Et um, I have some clients that uh, the concept for them of cooking their own food can be quite challenging. So they look for uh, convenient options that may suit them. So those places that uh, deliver uh, the meals to you. So um, places like Jenny Craig, or we've got a, a number of uh, different um, services here in Australia, which you'll have around the world as well, that uh, provide the fresh ingredients and a recipe and everything, and you just have to cook it. Uh, some uh, where they're already made up and all you have to do is uh, heat them or, or whatever. Um, some of them are frozen meals, some of them are fresh. Uh, so, you know, there's many different options there as well, but that might be something that you need to start with. If, if you think the concept uh, with your lifestyle of, um, you know, making changes, you want to make the change, but you're just not feeling that you're going to have the time to, maybe look at some other choices. Again, you can reach out to me and we can talk about some different options. Um, but if you go through those whole 10, you'll find that you're all of a sudden in a different place around what your food mindset is right now. Because a lot of people can use exercise as a trade-off for poor food choices. Now, you can never out-train poor nutrition, never. Never out-train it. Because good nutrition needs to, well, sorry, your exercise need to be, needs to be supported by good nutrition to get the results. And I have had people come to group classes before that uh, tell me that the only reason they come is so that they can drink on the weekend or you know, party on the weekend or live the lifestyle that they do. Now, what do you think that person looks like? Well, normally, it's an overweight person that is not prepared to make the changes. Now, unfortunately, what's normally gonna happen, if you're going to consistently live an unhealthy lifestyle, it's going to show up for you like a slap in the face at some point in the future when you don't want it to. And it's most likely to appear in your 60s or beyond there that may f um, front up in, to you like a, a cancer or type two diabetes or uh, fatty liver disease or, or something heart issues, stroke, uh, just something that you really don't want, but because you've been living the lifestyle that you have been, eating the foods that you have been, then that has led to the condition that you're now faced with. Uh, it's not nice. And yet, yeah, can we look into the future and see? No, we certainly can't. But can you put your body in the best possible position so that you are reducing dramatically your likelihood of suffering from some of these illnesses, you betcha. And if you're a, a long-term listener of, of the Mental Toughness and Body Show, 
uh, and uh, Rob Evans 365, you'll know that my family tree history of health is very poor. My mum passed away from cancer at age 66. My dad passed away from uh, effectively dementia and in the end a stroke at age 77. Um, on both sides of my family tree, there is cancer on both sides, not just one. On, um, so cancer, I think there's diabetes, uh, there's dementia, uh, and there is stroke on both sides, heart disease. So does that mean that I am going to get it? Not necessarily, but if my whole family tree, like on both sides of my family tree, there's a prevalence of that and high blood pressure and those things, then that puts me in a higher risk category because maybe I have a genetic disposition uh, to something. But what that does for me is inspires me to have an awesome food mindset because when I'm eating, I don't want to just put toxins into my body. So I, I look at it differently. Yeah, I want to look good, but I also want to feel good. So now when I eat, I think, okay, so is this going to be nutritious? Is this providing my body with the nutrients I need to achieve the things that I want to achieve in life? And you think, oh, come on, Rob, live a little. You know, you're being way too serious about this. What about having a piece of chocolate cake or something like that? Well, right now, because of my quest, I've got 11 days to go. Uh, I wouldn't do that. Uh, now, would I never eat chocolate cake? Uh, no, I wouldn't say that. I would, I would have chocolate cake, but it's not something that I would have all the time. Uh, it might be something that I have, I don't know, a couple of times a year or something like that. Um, you know, I find healthier ways to treat myself. But that's also how I've conditioned myself over many years uh, because I noticed how important it is for me. Now, as I, as I get older, because of my also family tree disposition and possible genetics, uh, if that means that I need to be more focused than the person next to me, then I will do that because of what's important to me in living that life. So I have a fairly tight definition of what food means to me. The trouble is most people have a loose definition and they'll eat anything and everything and a lot of things that just aren't, aren't that good for them. My job here as your coach is to encourage you to get a shift, encouraging you to raise your standard a little in this area. Using all the different things that you need to, whether it would be your, your family history, uh, your own medical history, obviously, uh, as being the reasons as to why you need to change. But my job is to get you to think about food in a way that nurtures you, provides you with the nutrients that you want, provides you with the lifestyle that you want to lead, the energy, pain-free, the functionality, the fun, the joy, the sexiness, all that you want will come through the food that you're eating. You just have to change the way that you look at it. So this is a really powerful exercise. Please, please take the time to do it. I reckon you could finish this job in 15 to 20 minutes uh, by doing all those tasks that I've set down. Really powerful. Keep it. Take a photo of it. Keep it on your phone. Do something so you can keep it and go back to it. I guarantee you this will make a shift for you. If you need my help, reach out to the mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com and opt in for a free consult. I'd love to connect with you. Stay safe. 
I'll see you tomorrow.